Hi, welcome to the Self-Driving Factory podcast, Systems. My name is Matthew Gears, and I'm joined by Andrew Liarda. Every episode, we're going to delve into the world of analytics, data engineering, machine learning, artificial intelligence, IoT, and anything that we think will contribute to the concept of the self-driving factory. Today, we're reviewing an article from Beecham Research titled, Why IoT Projects Fail. This paper, this report, is actually a summary of multiple studies that have been conducted by other organizations, obviously on the topic of IoT. And what we want to do today is to highlight and emphasize some of the key findings that we think are relevant and that we see in the industry with different companies that we also work with. So, Andrew, uh, it's fantastic to see you again. Likewise, it's good to be chatting again. Let's just dive straight into it. So for those of you who happen to have a copy of this report, and we'll provide a, a link to it in the show notes, we're going to be looking at page seven to begin with, which is a Cisco study from 2017. So in 2017, Cisco performed a survey of business and IT decision makers across the UK, the US and India. And what they found uh, related to IoT projects was that only 26% of these projects were actually claimed to be successful. They don't go into great detail describing whether these are one-off pilot projects or if these were projects that got integrated into the core business process, but it's probably safe to assume that it was the former. Now, what's really interesting about this, I mean, 26% doesn't sound that bad when you consider that we're talking about 2017. But what we saw that was really interesting here was the split between the opinion of the IT executives versus the business executives on how successful the project was. So 35% of IT executives felt that their initiatives were a success but only 15% of the business executives had the same opinion on these projects. Thoughts on that, Andrew? Well, that's uh, well, that's clearly a not insignificant uh, gap, right? A disconnect between <laughs> between uh, the uh, the perception of the uh, projects, right? And I think it, you know it, it boils down to a few things, right? Um, more often than not, I think when the when the IT executives evaluate a success or a failure of a project, um, they would evaluate on the basis of you know maybe timeliness, or you know are we using the most up to date technologies? You know what technology stack we're using? How fast we can onboard the people on the technologies, right? Versus when you're talking to the executives, they're really they're a lot less concerned about you know, the speed of adoption of technologies, but it's okay, what do I get at the end of this? Can I make more strategic decisions better after we've kind of implemented all, all these projects, right? So there's this inherent gap almost in the success criteria that is not necessarily um, communicated or sorted out at the beginning of the project almost, right? So that, you know, each group have their, what, what ends up happening is they kind of, use their own success success criteria that's relevant generally to their organizations in this case IT in terms of implementation and how quickly how modern but 
whether that's actually giving the right insights or does it present the right insights to the executives that doesn't get covered in how they evaluate their success of that project. Right, and I almost wonder, I guess it comes down to the fact that the maybe uh, it becomes a question of the time frame that they're also looking at. Like on the one hand, the business executives want to see a quick ROI, but on the other hand, they want to understand how this is going to be built into their operations on a permanent basis. And if we're talking about a new technology like IoT, there might just be an expectation from the IT department that hey, we're we're testing this technology to prove whether or not this technology will work. The test was successful. We completed it on time and relatively on budget, so we're happy. We check mark. We're done. That's a great point. Yeah, right. Whether it's a, it was a success, it, it was a successful implementation, right? From that perspective, right? To implement something, to try out something new. But on the other hand, it's like, well, how does I don't see this affecting how I run and make decisions strategically. So no, it's not successful in my books. Right. Right. Interesting. It's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a fascinating finding here from 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 the survey. So. Of course, know. it begs the question: How do you bridge that gap uh, on projects like this? Yeah, I th I think it's really being able to, um, you know, that that's a great question, and I don't think there's a one silver bullet right answer for this, right? Um, but what I see is potentially, um, you know, everybody needs to be on the same page on everything. That's one, right? Like if it's a if it's a pilot being able to then uh, paint the picture as well uh, on, you know, yeah, this is step one to, this is step one to, um, you know, like a 12-step like program. This is step one of 12, right? And to be clear, right, to be clear to the, to all parties that we are addressing step one at this moment. We're not saying this is the end. That's one. Right, okay. yeah, it's, it's, almost as if you're so i think from an executive perspective you always go into a meeting with the question at the end of well what's our next step and maybe when you're just looking at it from a pilot perspective everyone's thinking well at some point we're going to hit our last step and we're done whereas the executive should always be like well what's our next step pilot's done okay what's our next step mm -hmm. and bigger picture i guess that means that if you're doing one of these pilots, you should really clearly identify how the pilot fits into your overall roadmap and strategy for the entire company. You shouldn't necessarily be doing these pilots in pure isolation, but if you are, because you are just testing out the technology, you should make it crystal clear to everyone that you are only testing out the technology. Whereas if there's another type of pilot that potentially could become part of your daily business process, you should make it clear not only what the criteria are for that pilot, but how it gets integrated immediately after and have that rolled out. Absolutely. And then, you know, something else just comes to mind too. I wonder if part of the gap here uh, potentially is, one potential area of the gap here is also, you know, with, with IoT projects and whatnot, right? You'll usually end up with massive amounts of data at the end of it. You'll get more data and more visibility, right? But the key here is if you don't present that in a way that resonates with the executives, 
to them is just like, well, we just collected more data. Now what? Mm. Right. So there's that there's that layer of how do you then communicate insights to the executives based how 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 do they get additional insights from from all these data that you're now collecting? Right. So I think that's a good segue into the next insight that we wanted to dive into, which was one from a Capgemini study, which talks about how few IoT projects get past the proof of concept stage. And so in this study, they reviewed 316 firms worldwide across multiple industries, and they found more than six out of 10 of these organizations failed to take their IoT initiatives past proof of concept. And again, uh, not surprisingly, this comes down to the same sort of things that we were just talking about. So the main challenges identified here were one, no clear business case associated with the proof of concept, two, security concerns, so cybersecurity risks associated with IoT, and three, to the point that you were just describing about, constrained analytical capabilities. I find the last one shocking, actually, because to me, an IoT project is not about putting sensors on 5G or LTE and being able to read it into a database. It's about the insights that you're extracting from doing that. The What goes on underneath the hood, the technology is almost secondary to the advanced insights that you should be getting. As far as I'm concerned, it could be carrier pigeons passing messages back and forth as long as you're getting new insights that the, the company or organization didn't have before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's that's you know what? That's a good point, because um, a lot of even a lot of if we, if we kind of observe how a lot of IoT projects are marketed and sold to to companies and to people, right? It's all about this. Oh, hey, real time data, real time real-time collection of data, 5G will reduce the latency of the data that you receive to your repository, you know, to the storage or whatever it is, right? Mm. But really, if that's not put into context to, okay, where are, what is your overall strategy as a company? And so when I look at this, you know, your overall strategy as a company should then drive what types of insights are useful for you to be able to ensure that you're meeting those strategic priorities and goals, right? And then the whole IoT implementation is driven by driven by the business case and your uh, insights that you want to get, which kind of ties into the analytical capabilities, right? Um, it's like when you kind of just focus on putting, uh, let, let, hey, let's just put a bunch of sensors on 5G and we can collect the data really fast. That's like putting the car before the horse almost, mm. right? If you need to be, you need to have the analytical capabilities. You need to know how that supports your organization and what the business case is. Then, um, chances are you'll get better success um, once you implement this uh, IoT devices because they have a purpose at that point. Yeah, I think whenever I hear people getting overly technical really early on in my head, all that's going on is just blah, blah, IOT, blah, blah, 5G, blah, 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 framework, blah, blah, blah. It, it really is just details. 
Yeah, but absolutely. It's what you're doing with all of this that matters far more than anything else. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. And then with with analytical capabilities, you know, that ties into some of the things that we talked about in the past, right? You know, data data engineering analytical capabilities. That's uh, that's the uh, that might not be the most exciting thing, but that's a foundational thing you have to put in place. Right. So then to wrap this podcast up, there's one more study that we wanted to dig into a little bit in this Beecham research report. And this was a Microsoft IoT signal study, and I don't actually have the date for it, but again, details, so it doesn't matter too much. If you're looking at the report, you can find it on page 19. So here is a list of reasons for IoT failure in the POC stage, proof of concept stage. And I'm just going to rattle off some of the top reasons and we can dive into them a little bit more. At the very top, there was the high cost of scaling associated with the IoT project. So that one's a bit interesting. It's like you're saying, well, we proved that we can do it, but it's going to be prohibitively expensive to do it, so we shouldn't do it. To me, that that seems like it's just poorly planned from the start. <laughs> right, right. Then underneath that is more of a reiteration of what we've just been talking about. So pilots demonstrating an unclear business value or ROI, it being hard to justify the business case without a short-term impact, no clear strategy, and really those, those three reasons again go back to business case and mm -hmm. understanding not just how the technology could work, but more importantly, how the technology could work with the organization that it has to work with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think these then kind of also ties into, you know, the very beginning when we, we see the discrepancies between, you know, the success rates between IT executives and business executives. Um, to your point earlier, this top reason here, high, high cost of scaling. You know, from a pilot perspective, that could potentially be considered a successful pilot, right? We prove that this thing works. Right. And then the execs go, all right, what's next? Let's put this in. Um, yeah, it's going to be too expensive. So, yeah, we need right. a full data center to run this, it turns out. Right, right, exactly. And that that looks like that's, you know, it it, it could be a contributing factor to that, to that uh, disconnect, right? Um, and everything else that uh, the, the next two that are listed here clearly then talks about this, you know, not having a clear business case and and strategy to tie this whole thing together. Right? Um, you know, the technology itself might be sexy, might be exciting, but if it doesn't really tie into why you're doing it for for your business, you know, it, it doesn't serve the purpose. That's my, my take on it. Yeah, maybe maybe technology people are better at talking about technology than they are talking about business strategy and vision. And that's what it com ultimately comes down to. Right, right. That makes sense. Cool. Well, so I think in summary, what we're saying here is create a long-term business case before you even think about doing a pilot for IoT. Would that be a fair summary? That, that that would be it, yes. Be clear of what your vision is, where your strategy is. Then, then that way, you know, once you're doing something, it's clear what your next step should be and then what your next step should be, what your next step should be, right? All right. Absolutely. 
Well, I think this is a good point to end uh, this podcast. And so thank you again, Andrew, for your time today. I certainly found it really interesting and hopefully we'll be able to dive into other similar topics on a future podcast. And for everyone listening, thank you very much for listening to the self-driving podcast from three self-driving factory podcast from 3AG Systems. Until next time.